Hello everyone, this is Scott, and this is my podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about The Lion King, both original and re- remake, and The Grand Floridian, so let's talk about them. So for those who don't know what The Grand Floridian is, it's a Disney hotel, specifically one in the Walt Disney area, and since I've been there, I'm going to talk about whether or not it's worth spending money to go there, and stuff like that. I'll also talk about the pros and cons, so let's get started. So, how expensive is it? I don't know for all the rooms, I'll admit, but you can check on Disney's website. But for the rooms I stayed in, and this is a room without the castle view, is $500. 500 dollars for a room without the castle view. <laughs> so yeah, it is extremely expensive, and it's also extremely expensive to eat there as well. I forgot certain prices, but I'm pretty sure you can find it on the internet as well. So it is extremely expensive. So my question, I mean the question you guys are probably asking is, is it worth it? And I would say yes and no. And it depends on who you are. If you can only go to Disney World once a year because of money or just because you live too far away or whatever, then no, because you're already paying for how to get here for travel and also the theme park. So know if it's something like that. However, if you live in Florida, I think it's up to you. If you want to have to say that, hey, I've been to Disney World Hotel, then yeah, you should go. And if you just love Disney and absolutely positively need to go, bucket list, wish list, and whatever then yeah, you should go. It is a very nice hotel. However, if you want to go to the theme park, but not want to spend too much money going there because it's expensive, um, no. So it really just depends on who you are and stuff like that. Do I recommend going? Yes, but it depends on who's going and why and all of that. Let's start with the cons. The biggest con, of course, is the fact that it's expensive to stay there and eat there. Like I said earlier, and the last con that I found was the pool. Now, I want to explain real quick is the fact that I'm a pool person. And I like laying at the pool and going in the pool and stuff like that. And I didn't exactly get into this pool, so maybe I'm wrong about this. But when I was walking around it, it looked medium-sized. Now, if you go in the pool, maybe it's just bigger inside, smaller outside, stuff like that. But it looks small to me, and I've seen bigger pools at less expensive hotels. So, yeah, it is a con if you're a pool person. However, if you're not a pool person, it really doesn't matter. Um, It really is just more important for pool people. But, you know, up to you and stuff. Now the pros is, actually I just learned to say, is you can get on the monorail for free. I like explaining that because you can't obviously get into the hotel free, is when you go to a hotel but, and want to ride the monorail, you can do that for free. And you can go to other hotels that you might be staying at or go to the theme park, which is nice. Like if you run on hotel parking at where you're at, you can go to Grand Floridian and get on the monorail for free and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And... I think that's nice, especially since parking's crazy. 
The next pro I had is the room. It was extremely nice. I didn't find anything like dirty or wrong with it. Everything was good. I want to real quick mention real quick the Wi-Fi. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it's free or not. When I used it, it seemed free. I could be wrong, so just ask around if you want desperately want to use the Wi-Fi or something like that because it could cost you extra money. I just don't know it. Next, I want to talk about the people, most mostly mostly the people who work there, and they were extremely nice. All of them were extremely helpful, and I know you guys are probably thinking that's Disney, that's a job. I know, I'm just saying it's nice to be around people who are not mean to you or something like that. So, you know, I think it's a pro. I want to think you guys agree with me. And the last kind of I mean pro, sorry, I want to talk about is the fireworks. So, before I talk about it, I want to talk about my experience so I can help you on yours if you go to the hotel and watch the fireworks. So, if you go to Disney, you're probably going to watch the fireworks, either from the hotel or the theme park. And if you do watch from the hotel, I do have uh, some advice. Um, find a good place, because I forgot this, and I and actually this is really cool, that Disney somehow linked the parks and the hotels that have the same music. So if you hear Disney music at the park and also hear it with the hotel, and it goes with fireworks. And I think that's pretty cool. I don't know how they do it. Maybe for Radio Disney. But um, I somehow do it, and it's really cool. But where I was at, I couldn't hear the music as well as I could see the fireworks. I could see the fireworks fine, but I couldn't hear the music. So if you do go see the fireworks at a hotel, find a good spot. Find someone who's willing to sit there, stand there, or whatever. Until you're all ready to go there, then let that person go back inside and get ready to do that. Or something like that. And also, if you don't know what you're doing, ask the cast members. They are there to help you. Because I didn't know what I was doing, and I couldn't see the fireworks again. So I do recommend asking people who work there and figuring stuff out. Because if you only, especially can only see it once. So yes, highly recommend that. That's all I have the Grand Floridian. Let's get to the Lion King. Yes. Now, when I say I'm going to review the remake and the original, I more mean I compare them. Like, compared them both. But before I do that, I should probably mention the spoilers for both films, the remake and the original. So, if you haven't seen either, I do suggest clicking off this podcast and waiting for Friday for another, another episode. Or just watch a movie real quick and come back. So I'm going to give you guys 5 seconds before we, we get to the second life. Okay. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Are you guys gone? Everyone who seen the movie or Chaos Story is here? Alright. Let's talk about it. So first things first, let's talk about the original. I think it's perfect and I highly recommend you watching it. That's my quick and simple review while getting to remake. Alright. Now let's talk about the remake. <laughs> First thing first, the circle of life starts, and that's pretty much the closest you're going to get to the original in the film, in my opinion. Like, nothing changes in there, except for really one thing. And that is when with Rifiki. Now, in the original, Rifiki stands, holds some symbol over Pride Rock, and holds them up during the song and stuff like that. In this one, he sits down into it. That's it. 
Um, I don't know why he does this. I, I mean, he only needs to really stand up one time, so I don't know why he doesn't do that, but it's kind of like, it's not a big deal, but at the same time, it's kind of like, why isn't he not standing? <laughs> so, it depends on who you are. I'm kind of like in the middle. It's probably mentioned real quick that Rafiki doesn't have a staff, and originally he has the staff he walks around with, and in the remake he doesn't until later, which I need to talk about in a couple of minutes. Next, we get to see Scar and Zazu. Zazu getting tackled by Simba and Scar, you know, talking with his brother and saying, "I should be king. You should be king." Yada yada. Blah blah blah. You know, brotherly. Um, jealousy, um, to the extreme. <laughs> and after that, Scar tricks him on going to the oven graveyard. But before we get there, we hear the song, Can't Wait, Just Can't Wait to Be King. And this song's pretty much the same. The people who are chosen to sing for the voices were extremely good. Which is good, since most some of the remake Disney movies did not have good singers, so I'm very good. They fix that. And then after that, they get to the elephant graveyard where they meet the hyenas. So they change the hyenas, hyenas a little bit. So in the original, they free them and then, like, the army, that's really not important. There's Shinzi, but, Ben, but, sorry, hang, I'm trying to read this. Banzai and Ed. And in the original, the three are basically comedy hyenas that don't know how to do anything. In this one, Ed and Bunzai are the same. Um, they're a little less funny, a bit more sc scary looking, but other than that, they're basically the same, just the different voice actors. I do find it funny in the movie, though, that like, Bunzai or Ed keeps getting in the face of the other one, so that is a little funny. <laughs> And then we get the Shinzi, which for some reason is not played by Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know why she didn't reprise her role in this. Um, if anyone know, knows, let me know, because I'm kind of curious of why. Um, does Shinzi. And in this one, it's a little different from the original, but kind of same. Like in the original, Scar's over all of them, and then Shinzi kind of just leads them to do what Scar tells them. In this one, Shinzi's like actually in command more... Like, I'm the boss of all of you, and then Scar makes a deal with her later. So they get out of the elephant graveyard um, after they meet the hyenas. They escape. Simba and Mufasa um, talk about the conversation with the whole kings and the stars. And after that, we get to be fair. And uh, this is the part of the movie that we don't the, the people that like the movie don't like to talk about <laughs> because it's pretty much the biggest con in the movie which stinks in my opinion but let me go over it step by step so in the original the song is perfect it's amazing and it's probably the best disney villain song of all time to be fair there's a lot of disney villain songs that are good i'm just saying that one beats them all i'm sorry if you guys disagree with me that's just my opinion and the remake, um, I can say it's nicely. <laughs> and I'll say it since it is, it stinks. <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> I think it really disappointed of, to be fair though, I thought there's a rumor going around that Disney wasn't going to even have Be Prepared in there. So I'm very, 
we got at least it's in there. If we had to have a version, I'm glad we got that. So, you know, better to have something than nothing. After that, we get to the part where Mufasa dies from the wildebeest. And this is a pretty interesting part of the movie. There's kind of two cons. The wildebeest, I would say there's kind of less. In the movie, there seems like, in the original, there seems like thousands of them. And this one seems like 50 at most. I know that kind of sounds mean to the remake, but I'm kind of like, the company had less move money that then, and they made thousand, and you have more money now, and there's only fifty kind of situation. But we're just gonna move on from the wildebeest and get to actually what some of the critics are saying about the emotion. Now I watch documentaries and stuff. I see lions, tigers, bears, and whatever. I know different movie reference, but you know what I mean. Um, be sad, and like it's obvious that they're like happy, sad, and stuff like that. In this one, I would say that Disney should have made them look more sad, but that is pretty much only the second big song. It's not too big, but it's kind of like there at the same time. And after that, we get um, Simba runs away and gets to Pumbaa and Timon. Now, this is a little interesting. Um, the person I went to the movie with didn't like Timon's voice, the, the meerkat. I actually was okay with his voice. I actually liked his singing. Whoever did him, good job. Um, for Pumbaa, I wasn't 100% on board with him. The singing was okay at best, and I gotta say, I wasn't okay with his voice. I liked the original better, but I know that's kind of the thing. Like, no one could beat the original, but eh, I don't know. I honestly don't. So, after that they get to Kunamatata, which is basically the same thing. And after that, um, we get to Simba going over to Magical Log and stuff like that. Um, before that happens, though, something interesting I noticed for the movie, different from original, is that the fact there's actual more animals there than in the original. Like, in the original, there's just Pumba, Timon, and Simba. In the remake, it's actually more animals. I don't remember the exact amount or what they are, but there are more animals other than them. And after that, Simba, of course, I mean Rafiki, finds out Simba's life. Now, there is a change to the film, and it's probably the biggest con. Like, other people are just like, why is this here situation? <laughs> But, so in the original, Simba pops down on the ground, dust flies through the air, and Rafiki catches the dust somehow, and somehow makes out that Simba's alive. It takes Simba about a good 5 seconds, maybe 10 at best. In this one, it's a little different. Instead, Simba, like, I guess, shakes his body, and then hair from his mane falls out and goes into wind. And it takes a good, I don't know the exact amount, but it felt like 15 minutes to me. I know that's exaggerating, but it did take like extreme long time to get to Rafiki. After that, he just figured it out from a piece of hair. So, no, not a big deal, but it's kind of like, why did we watch five minutes of this hair floating in here? <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Next, we got The Lion Sleeps Tonight. And this is a mini song in the 
original and only lasts for five seconds and that's a little bit longer in the new one but it's not much of a big deal and I kind of enjoyed the song anyway so you know that's good next we have can you feel the love tonight after that you know Lala escapes oh real quick rewind um Lala escapes through the pride land and avoids Scar that she showed how she did in the movie which I thought was cool and all I don't think they needed it but you know it's nice to know that she did <laughs> in a way the avoid scar and also real quick um her mother Sir Robbie and Scar kind of had a love relationship before Mufasa but of course Mufasa won her love and Scar didn't um he tries to get her love back fails it's not like a huge plot point but it's a mini plot point and it's fun so I'm okay with it and then, okay, let's I know I get to talk about Can You Feel the Love Tonight. It, I'm okay with the song. People are kind of complaining that fact it's not at night <laughs> when the song goes on. And I see the point because it's Can You Feel the Love Tonight. At the same time, I'm not so passionately about it. Like, Be Prepared or Kunamatara or something like that. So I'm not too mad at them. But I'm kind of agreeing with the critics at the same time. But, you know, it's not much of a big deal. And... Uh, that, of course, Rafiki meets Simba, they see his dad, kind of, and this is another change where instead of seeing his actual dad in the sky, he gets, like, thunder and lightning going on for some reason, I don't know why. And then Simba, Nala, and Timon and Bubba go to the Pine Lane to Light Scar. And on the way there, on this journey, they, the spirit plays um, where they're going. And for those who don't know, this is a new song in the remake. Uh, what I think I liked it, it was good. Um, I don't think it was as noticeable as, like, Speeches and Aladdin, but it was a good song. And I liked it. Next, after that, they fight Scar. Now, a couple of interesting things happen here that change the movie. So, earlier I said Rafiki stick got taken away. But it gets, put, get, gets picked up back here by Rafiki. And it's kind of cool because it kind of seems like he used to be a warrior before he became this ceremonial baboon thing that he is now. So it's a little nice twist to the, the original. And also, uh, Shinzi fights Nala like some um, mini boss battle for Scar and uh, Simba. And that's about it on there and the rest kind of happens Scott dies um, and Simba does match rule war and one more thing I want to talk about real quick is Timon and Pumbaa I completely forgot to tell you that those guys are definitely funny which makes up for the Pumbaa voice not working too too well for me but they make it up with a funny and also kind of makes up for the fact that the other two hyenas, Ed and Banzai, aren't as funny as the original, but they also make it up for the, up for the fact that they are kind of scary looking, which they should be, since, you know, they are supposed to be mean animals. At least in the movie. I don't know about real life. I could be wrong, I could be right, I don't know. And now, my final thoughts. Do you, should, do, should you guys watch the remake or watch the original or both? I personally think you should watch both. They're both good films, they're both good story. They both have good songs, so we'll be prepared. Well, at least in a remake. <laughs> For those who haven't seen the original, should you watch the remake or original first? Um, you should watch the original first. 
and then remake. Because nothing's gonna beat the original, not even the remake. You should watch the remake because it is good, but watch the original first. And that's all I have for you guys today. So please follow me on Instagram at Scott Reviews. And also give me a good rating review, that would be greatly appreciated. And I'll see you guys on uh, next week Friday, I think, if things go according to plan. Bye.